evening, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Listen to These Nerds with Mythos Unit. My name's Chris, and I'm going to be running the game again this evening. Starting on my left, working our way clockwise around the table, we have... I'm John, I'm going to be playing Chip Adams. I'm Jonathan, I'm going to be playing Adam Lavender. I'm Harry, and I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. Uh, I'm Joe, and I'll be playing Quincy Adams. Okay. So many Adams! All, all yeah. the Americans too are many, Too many Everyone in America is named Adam. <laughs> My name's Donald. No, you're Adam Donald. <laughs> Donald Adams. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, um, basically, where we last left our Adams family... Um, Fuck. Oh, no, that makes me lurch. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys had investigated a lead regarding, essentially, a murder that had occurred the night before. One of several murders, but this one seemed to have the most amount of clues associated with it. And after doing a bit of digging, you found that there was a connection to an individual named Austin Graves. After learning a bit about him uh, from his home, you guys... Uh, found out that he was at the university, specifically the University of London, and one harried uh, investigation later, you arrested him along with a number of his friends in connection to the possible murder of Ronald Lake. And following a near catastrophe as a result of driving... Um, I, I worked out for me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the day was saved by a very brave and surprisingly strong college student named Connor Carson. Ah, yes, yes, the Jacob of our story. <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> Oh, no, this is where this is going. Oh, no! <laughs> Edward stopped the car, not Jacob. No, no, but he was handsome, though. Yeah, well... Fuck you, team, Jake. Edward, <laughs> fuck. Oh, I'm so bad about that. Right, you, you can't even make fun of young adult no. franchises properly, Man, Joey. So, I'm, I'm, I apologize, Twilight fans. Take that, late 2000s. <laughs> now, it's still cool to make fun of Twilight. Yeah. Um, so... With that, you guys escorted your arrestees back to Scotland Yard, where, well, this is where the story picks back up. All right. So, to clarify, uh, the six, we had six suspects, right? Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, so, one of them is Graves. Yep. One of them is this Kevin fellow we've heard so much about. That's correct. Kevin Lynch. And the others are uh, Devin Taylor. Correct. Will Watt. William Watts, yes. Jennifer Stevens. Uh-huh. Amanda Gilbert. That's correct. And Meg Doyle. Fantastic note-taking job, Harry. You got them all correct. Okay. Gold star for you. So, no. <laughs> so um, you escort all seven of them one by one through the front door of Scotland Yard. And, yeah, a couple of cops look up. And, you know, you guys are creating a bit of a stir because you have brought people in before. But this is the first time that you've ever brought seven people in all at the same time. Yeah. We're very good at our job. Yeah. So, uh... And so one by one, you take them over to holding and stuff, and you make sure that they're all there and accounted for when, uh, yeah, uh, James Hightower comes over. Good job, everybody. So, I've received all of your, well, the information regarding this matter. So, you believe them to be connected to the Ronald Lake murder last night. That's correct. Mm. Uh, are they out of earshot as well as this happening? Um, yeah, yeah. They're all in, uh, holding. Like, general holding and stuff, so, uh, yeah. So, before we leave, I, I give a, like, a thing to one of the, whoever's watching over them, just yep. to make sure that they don't, like, that if you're keeping them together, make sure they don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that's Baxter. He ju- he's got a cup of coffee in one hand. He gives you a nod. And as you walk away, he turns back to all the kids in the holding. And he just gives a two fingers to the eyes, two fingers to them. So yeah, so like, yo, so when we're talking to Hightower. Yes, um, one of the individuals, uh, Kevin Lynch, we think might be the person in the video that we saw. The mm. uh, one that gives us at least a place. I see. Uh, it's nothing definitive, but they seem to be running a bit scared, so maybe we can shake the tree and something will fall out. Well then, let's waste no time. Strike while the iron's hot and all that. So, uh, we do have a room set up for you. Mm. And so, it comes time for interrogation. So, essentially, with all of you, I will let you decide which ones to investigate first. Are, they, are, are we going to do all... F- we're, we can't do, uh, like, four people in a room, right? Chip is going to go last. Yes, he has a... So a special setup. Yeah. It's a special setup. He puts before, a gun on the table. I will say that, first off, I will let each of you guys make an empathy check looking at all of these folks to see who would be the easiest nut to crack, so to speak. Okay. Uh, I'm going to oh, go wait. I'm gonna go with Chip no matter what. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I, I will be your good... So, yeah. I, so Quincy actually walks over. So I'm going to put my hand on Chip's shoulder. Well, uh, I guess that's Adam better stick together. Um, you know, uh, if you want to go uh, harsh, I can be the soft touch. All right, I, I have some special preparations I need to get ready first, but uh, he loads garlic. So, uh, in the oh yeah, thing. yeah. I'll, I'll, I need nice. coffee too, so I'm gonna okay. walk over and get coffee. He, yeah. he loads garlic into a revolver. Uh, you're not far off. <laughs> uh, so Chip is going to Uber Eats, the nearest Italian restaurant, and order like a huge order of garlic bread. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not for the whole office, actually. Yeah. Okay. Wow, what a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Uh, I'm gonna hold this peanut in front of you. You're, you're allergic, right? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is incredibly legal. Right? Technically, if they're allowed to be in sunlight, we have no idea if they have an allergy to garlic. Okay, so uh, um, so yeah, sure twenty-one. All right. Wow. All right then. Um, and is anybody else gonna try to make a check or no? Nope. Seventeen. All right. Dang. Okay. So I'm gonna say that Chip and Adam, the two of you, looking into the uh, general holding and stuff. You kind of get a sense that Kevin, the guy who you've got your eye on, he's got a very sort of defiant look about him, despite the fact that he's a clearly broken nose and stuff. Like, he's just sort of hunching on himself, get, uh, casting dark right. looks over he, the window. Right, he's the one who I who I stopped while he was sitting in the in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forcibly. Yeah. Um, the others, um, you see that... Uh, yeah, William Watts, who's got uh, sort of long brown hair. He's got kind of a bit of a almost nervous tilt about him. Same as Devin Taylor, the tall blonde guy. But uh, Franklin, the one that really stands out to you, and you don't know if the others have noticed, is Meg Doyle, the sort of shorter Asian girl. And yeah, she's just uh, very clearly like um, staring straight ahead at the wall, just... Um, she's got a nervous jog about her legs so, and stuff. Yeah, trying very hard to look composed, but secretly losing her shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question, who was the one that, like, made us? Like, who was the one that, like, realized who we actually were and said, they're the myth cops? Yeah, that, well, that was her. Ah, yeah, okay. And Austin were in a room together, and we, somebody absolutely decked Meg. She got the shit beat out of her. Um, yeah. Um, actually, it was Meg who ran out. I think you're thinking of Amanda who got the shit oh, beat out of yes, her? I yeah. Oh, I mean, what is a ghost hand of beating the shit out of somebody? Mm, yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, Amanda physically doesn't look any worse for the wear. Like, there wasn't any superficial damage. Not like with uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. So, Doyle wasn't the one, one of the ones that took a swipe at us, right? That was Amanda and Austin. Correct? That's correct, yes. Okay. Those are the ones who seemingly stayed behind while the others made a break for it as fast as they could. Got it. Alright, uh, so I'll look over them. I'll go like, we should probably leave Graves for last if he's the one that we've got the most information on. Maybe let him sweat a little bit. Um, just double check. Graves, yeah, he, uh, yeah, Austin Graves is the one that these two went to the house of and yeah. investigated him and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the yeah. one who had weed. Um, yeah, he also was the one who was seen investigating uh, City Hall and taking photographs and stuff. Yeah, so I think, so, like, Blackmore sort of talks, it's like, let's let him sweat a little bit, make him think that he's the one that we came after. After all, we were questioning him to begin with. Okay. Um, I'll take the, the I'll take Miss Doyle. Okay. And what about you? What about everybody else? Um, well, uh, I'll leave that to Chip. All right. And Chip, well, at this point, has come back with, um, yeah, so how much did you order exactly? I ordered, like, so, I, I basically ordered enough for, like, everyone in the, like... Office? Uh, not the office, like, on the floor. Oh, okay. But, like, in our precinct. Yeah, in our, our like, precinct. So, like, 30... 35 pieces around there. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 10 loads. So, yeah. Um, as yeah, as you're walking over, you see that from the general area, a couple people are looking over. Fitz and Pepper, uh, their heads just sort of... And they sort of just follow their noses over to you guys like a pair of bloodhounds. So, oh, well, um, what... Oh, hello, Chip. Uh, what, uh, what's all this about, eh? Uh, garlic bread. Oh, well, that's fan- that's fantastic. And um, I'll say, that is a very lovely jacket you got on today. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I take, take out one of the packages that I handed to them. <laughs> so, you're an absolute gem chip. Thank you very much. And so, yeah, they both pat you on the shoulder before heading back to their desks. Yeah. And they immediately get into a fight trying to fight over the garlic bread. <laughs> yeah, Chip makes sure, ev- like, he tries to make sure everyone gets uh, a little bit yeah. of garlic bread. <laughs> insurance policy. So, yeah, good, luck get, good luck getting out of here. <laughs> so yeah, you hand one slice over and uh, even Baxter just uh, yeah comes over and he gives you just a brisk nod, no smiling. And yeah, Franklin, that is the most amount of affection you know that Baxter ever displays to anybody. Yeah. So yeah. Who knew food? Well, I guess food uh, the way to a man's heart is his stomach. Well, and then you... Baxter dips his garlic bread in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the way it is through it, the way to a man's heart is through a step. Oh. Oh. Inside, yeah, uh, one of the kids uh, inside the interrogation room just sees him do this and they just visibly pale. Like, these monsters. <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah. So, yeah, and so as. <laughs> I confess! That's <laughs> it! I'm what just a, fucked up! What else are they capable of? So, um, who are you gonna interrogate first? Um, okay, so... Duh, so, did Blackmore tell us about who the soft target was? Or? Uh, I'm going after the soft target. Okay. Um, okay, I... <sighs> but I will mention that, like, Doyle seems to be tense, but she's trying to keep it together, so she might take a bit of something. Um, and the... For the injured ones, are they actually injured, or did they have to go to the, like... Like, how injured were um, they? Um, yeah, Kevin Lynch, uh, basically, they had some... Somebody came, they brought him over to, like, the medical area, like, for first aid and stuff like that. They basically 
took a look at his nose and things like that, and you guys heard a like a yell of pain as somebody you know cripped his nose back into place. Reset his face. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the others, yeah, they were given a quick once over, but they were deemed to be fine. Yeah. Hmm. Lavender, what about you? I think I'm gonna take Devin. Okay. 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 So, uh, who do you want to start off with? Let's start with Blackmore. All right. So yeah, I will. So we bring Meg into one of the interrogation rooms. Okay. I, I sit her down. All right. And then I go through the office. I take a folder. I mm-hmm. fill it with a bunch of blank pages. Yep. Maybe a few things on the top related to the case. Okay. Just to make sure it's nice and thick and heavy. All right. So yeah, I'm just gonna say a couple stills from the security cameras. Yeah, something like that. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna let you roll interrogation. Okay. Uh, 2d10s, and this is gonna basically determine the general mood of the thing. Higher the better. Uh, that is a 21? Oof, oof, yes. Oof, oof. Okay. So, um, so yeah. Uh, was Meg one of the people in the club that uh, was talking to our hooded figure? Actually, all of them were in the club. Okay, well then this makes it easier. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, she's sitting down just, um, yeah. Uh, you come in. I'd like to speak to my lawyer. Alright, well, your right to counsel is your right to counsel. However, I do just want to make a few things clear just before we... You know, I leave you to think about this. And with a, like, he basically just takes the folder and, like, lets it fall onto the table with, like, a hearty thwack. Yeah, she flinches just a bit. Now, understandably, there's not really a lot, but we do have you talking with a person that we believe has related to the murder, and I show her the photographs. Mm-hmm. And, well, lying, having your friends both, A, wanting to get out of town very quickly... Um, assaulting an officer and uh, attempting to flee doesn't really look good. In conspiracy, well, just to let you for your information, conspiracy tends to carry with it a uh, five to ten year sentence, depending on how the Crown is feeling about prosecution. And she just... But you've asked for a lawyer, so I will leave you to think about that. Okay, okay, okay. Alright. What do you want to know? Well, we know that you were at the club. Who was the person you're talking to in the photograph? Kevin. Did he say anything about where he was going afterwards? What uh, he was going to do? I don't know anything. Uh, he was talking to Austin. Uh, he may or may not have been doing something. I don't know. Wasn't on me. That's an incredibly vague statement. You're going to have to give me more if you want me to help you. All right. They said they were, might have been doing something that uh, Mr. Kane put them up to. Mr. Kane? Your, uh... Leopold Kane, manager of Moonlight. The manager? Hmm. Does this gel with uh, this talk we had with the manager previous? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's very interesting. Because um, there's no Leopold Kane that works at Moonlight. Mm. Or, no, Leopold Kane is the. Is okay, the guy so it does. But he, he doesn't mention any. He didn't, he, mention, yeah, he didn't yeah. mention a name. Okay. In, in fact, he didn't mention that he, like, personally, like. Yeah, yeah, he was said. Involved with he, them. Exactly. He, he said he was innocent, weirdly enough. Yeah, he was He was the one. He didn't say that he was involved with that, or he exactly. didn't know who they were. Yeah, yeah. Really? Talking to a manager at a club? You don't work there, I suppose? No, just been going there for some time, I guess. What exactly does Mr. Kane take an interest in? After all, this is something that, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in those sort of things. Look, I... Alright, Mr. Kane might have been involved with a couple of people who said that they wanted some people for something. I really don't know. It was just, uh, I thought it would be, like, some kind of... Um, I don't know, some sort of thing going on. Uh, roll me e- empathy if you want to uh, see if she's lying. All right. And, uh, no, I'll leave it too late for that. 
Uh, that, I think, is an A9... 19. Okay, just a moment. Also, at this point, I'm going to put some points into my uh, empathic insight ability. Okay. Yeah, so as she's talking, you just slowly reach out with um, your uh, astro... Like, your sort of uh, sixth sense that you gained from the... Pact. Yeah, pact. And, yeah, you just generally sense that... She is she is mentally grasping at straws. So she it's not that she so she doesn't so is it that she knows something and she's desperately trying to not mention it? Or is it that she doesn't know anything and she's trying to be helpful because she's scared? Uh she definitely knows something. Basically she's just trying to play as dumb as possible mm. while still giving you guys something to work with so that Yeah. Miss Doyle, you're going to have to stop acting like that if you want me to think that you're cooperating. You're the person that managed to identify us by our unit alone. That doesn't come with someone that doesn't know about something or someone. That's a person that knows specifics. <sighs> Alright. How much do you know exactly? We know that if the person the person in the picture is Kevin, we know that he left the club shortly after talking with your group. He left and was ended up in the area with a victim, and then a blackout happened, and then our victim ended up dead. Yeah, yeah, Leopold said... Basically, Leopold said that it was to send a message. Uh, he said that in order for work to keep on going, that we need to show the somebody... Uh, he said something about this woman in town council that we needed to prove that we were willing to get our hands dirty to get what we wanted. Wait. That this was work... Look, it's... He says that this is work for some... I've only met the guy once or twice, but he's the one who... And she just opens her mouth and she points at her very large canines. Ah, so Mr. Kane is not your um, patron, I believe mm. the proper word is? He's not the one who made us thralls, no. That would be... His name's Montague. Francis Montague. He's this fancy British posh or something or other, but... He's a vampire. Considering everyone here is British, that's a fair. Yeah, but posh British is different from yeah, British. like they yeah. could be like straight up 18th century posh British. Yeah, he probably is 100 or so years old at least. Basically, they were talking about uh, making this, uh, forming a true court of the night and stuff, and that basically that we would have a chance to be, you know, mortal, young forever, and all that sort of thing. So Kane is some sort of handler for this Montague fellow. Yeah, his liaison. The person who connects him to normal humans and stuff. What's Montague's beef with the sewer reclamation project? I don't know. I'm, I'm serious about that. I don't know. He just said that basically uh, we need to send a message and all that and just make sure that the uh, sewer plans don't go through. So essentially Leopold was the one who organized all that. <laughs> and a couple of other... Basically, Leopold was also talking to a couple of other people in town council. I don't know who, but essentially they were making connections and things. Hmm. I'm going to roll Empathy just to see if she's telling the truth on this. Really to try. Uh, that is 7 plus 8 is 15 plus 9 is 24. Yeah, she's realized that she's in over her head and she's just kind of looking for a way out because she's realizing... Yeah, immortality is all well and good, but... Only if you can enjoy it. Exactly. Did you know that Kevin was planning to kill the victim? Uh, yeah, we heard about it, we talked about it, and Kevin was the one who volunteered. 
I see. And then Kevin, being fucking Kevin, decided to do it the way a vampire would. Ah, uh, yes. I can see how that might narrow down the list of suspects significantly. Hmm. Well, is there any other information you can give me about this Montague fellow? Uh, up a crusty. Like, he's the sort of person you can tell is just, you know, uh, you know, the silver spoon born up the ass and all that sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, but, I mean, he's a vampire, so wasn't about to look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Well, you've been very helpful, Mr. Doyle. And I do promise you that for your cooperation, I'll be speaking with the Crown to ensure that you get either a reduced sent to a reduced sentence or a lesser charge. She's just very quiet after that. So, we can do a quick, whoever else wants to do interrogations, we can do a quick interrogation check just to speed things along. Okay. Um, can we do can we do chips, though? Sure. Yeah. Like, I know we got most of the information we needed, but... Yeah. Um, okay, so... What were the other people's names again? Uh, we got a couple. Um, there is also Devin Taylor, William Watts, Amanda Gilbert, Jennifer Stevens, and Austin. Was Jennifer the one that got knocked out by Blackmore? Uh, Amanda was the one who got knocked Amanda. out by Blackmore. I'm gonna make my her. ghost partner choke you out! Okay, so, uh, yeah, you're in there with her, so roll me an interrogation check. Uh, let's see, that's, uh, 26? Okay, so, yeah, how many slices of garlic bread do you eat before going in there? Oh, two or three at least. <laughs> good, good. You even so... bring one in as just a sampler. Mm-hmm, so, Quincy, yeah. Quincy's she... eating one, and then Quincy, <laughs> so Quincy has one in his mouth, and he has yeah. two coffees. Oh. So, he... so, yeah, she comes in, she sits down, and the entire room just is... You're not, you guys I, aren't no, sure. No, she would be in sitting down already and we yeah. would come in. Yeah. Okay, so, so, yeah, you come in and she visibly starts sniffing the air as you so guys... This waft of garlic just comes yeah. in? So I yeah. just have the garlic right in my mouth, so yeah. I'm just gonna, like, walk up and I have the two coffees. Oh, here, here we go, one for you and one for me. Oh, sorry, one for Sorry about that. Have you tried garlic bread and coffee? It's delicious. <laughs> I was, like, chewing out of Bread coming out of my mouth. Yeah, there a bit of the crust crumbs. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Got my beard, start wiping it. Yes. Crust, <laughs> it, like inadvertently, garlic bread pieces are falling into her coffee. And I just, oh, sorry, you just push that. So <laughs> she just looks at it, but she looks back at you two, eyes darting between the two of you. Go, go ahead. It's, the coffee here is very good. I'll pass, thank you. All right, so, um. So I, I actually bring out a different case file <laughs> about missing blood bags. Ah! Um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so what do you say to her? All right. So, uh, and I start listing off dates. Could you tell me where you were at the date this? Um, a couple days she says that she was at work at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other but days. But you don't like coffee. <laughs> well, that's odd. Press, press, press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I, I like to think that uh, this Quincy's is... Quincy's genuine. He's really genuine. Yeah. yeah. There's this one is, leery... This like, is like L.A. Noir, and like Quincy has just selected the lie option and the coffee cup with crumbs in it. So yeah, he's <laughs> down. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if it was the lie option, he'd start screaming about, You stole those blood bags, didn't you, you filthy bloodsucker? Well, you son of a bitch! And then, sorry, sometimes just gotta shake the tree to see what falls out. Yeah, lie... <laughs> <laughs> Lie is the one that needs proof. Doubt is the one where you don't have proof and you're taking a guess. Yeah, lie is also the one you can back out of after Cole Phelps just fucking eviscerates them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So, um, all right. 
and the rest of the day, there's one or two days where uh, she doesn't really have an alibi, but uh, the rest of them seem pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Do you know where any of your associates were during these days or times? Maybe at school, taking classes, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know the significance of these days? She shakes her head. Have you ever been to this hospital? When I was a little girl, maybe? Do you know why several blood bags have been going missing? She frowns at that and shakes her head. Mm-hmm. So, as a thrall, do you drink the blood yourself, or do you just harvest it for your master? Um, roll me... Yeah, um, with interrogation, um, you can roll empathy, uh, actually, to see... Every time she looks away, I push the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on the edge of the table yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, 21? Damn, okay. Um, There's something she's very good at. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, at this, she just breaks and she spills like a lot of what uh, of Meg Doyle had said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coffee goes all over. Basically, <laughs> she's, basically, she confirms a lot of what uh, Meg had been talking about. Um, but uh, that, you know, they had been contacted by Leopold a couple months ago, basically. Leopold had seen them come in and asked them if they wanted to know more about, like, a possible uh, Coven of the Night, and basically they were introduced to this fellow Francis Montague, who promised them that they could become vampires and stuff, and actually conducted a ritual in which he made them thralls. Desire to know more, intensifies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know anything about blood bags, really? We haven't done anything like that? We haven't stolen blood? Please don't tell my mom! Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about. It. I lean in real close. Don't worry. Here, just have. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll to convince them to drink the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> roll me diplomacy with advantage. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's good coffee. <laughs> it's just good coffee. Uh oh. Uh, uh -oh. Joey. Roll again. Oh yeah. There we go. There we go. 20. Okay, just... And she just looks and uh, she just takes it and... And she forces it down. So, did your master say anything about uh, avoiding direct sunlight, garlic, holy water, uh, the sign of the true cross? And she shakes her head off. He said that we wouldn't have to worry about that as long as we were thralls that they would be necessary burdens once we ascended to the plane of those who stalk in the night. Right, could you list down all of the necessary burdens? <laughs> okay, and she just takes it and she, yeah, she lists off, like, a number of the weaknesses of vampires. Um, she mentions all the classic stuff, like, uh, if, you, if they're in sunlight, they take damage over time, and in addition, they lose a number of their powers so long as they're exposed to sun. Uh, they're not killed if they're staked through the heart, but they are paralyzed and unable to move. Mm -hmm. um, just basically, yeah, she lists off like a, and she uh, she stops once or twice, and then she lists off something else as if thinking and remembering. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do they still need to be invited into places? Um, they can still be invited into places as thralls. Oh. I mean vampires. Do they still need to be invited into places to get uh, in? Oh yes. Ah, okay. So do they cross uh, running water. Um. Not artificial running water. If it's a river or, uh, you know, something that belongs to the land, then yes. But if it's a man-made sort of thing, like dumping a bucket of water down a slope, it doesn't work. The, if we spill seeds on the ground, do they have to stop and count them? Sorry? 
Yeah, old um, variety of vampires. Uh, they're like a very obsessive. If you throw seeds or like rice on the ground, they have to stop and count each individual grain. That doesn't make much sense. Eh? Call it a hunch, kid. <laughs> For someone who drinks blood, you're certainly very skeptical. We only drank blood the one time! That was what Mr. Montague made us do so we can become thralls, and I haven't touched it since then! Alright, okay. Well, from the looks of things, you have nothing to do with this with this case of missing blood. And he pulled out another folder. Now, let's talk about resisting arrest and fleeing from the police. <laughs> she hides her face in her hands and begins sobbing. Surprise! So, anyway, after that... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, are you guys going to do anybody else to see what other bits of information you can get? Or... I have a couple questions. Um, yeah, you have, you, you're actually interviewing our murderer. Yeah. Was... Am I? Uh, no, I was going after Devin Taylor. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Devin's the, the, Devin's the defiant one, right? Or is um, that Kevin that had the broken nose? Kevin's the defiant one. Ah, yeah. Alright, so you're going to go in and talk to Devin. So roll me an interrogation check. Sure. Is interrogation separate from investigation? Uh, yes. yes. It's investigation. Command skill. Investigation is casing a place, discovering oh, clues. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interrogation is this. Just a flat 10, then. Okay. Um, adding your intelligence modifier if it's... Uh, zero. Okay, so 10 it is. Alright, so... Uh, Sorry, it's command. Command modifier. So you... Uh, uh, plus plus um, interrogation, uh, actually I've decided that it's intelligence-based, because oh. unlike sh uh, using sheer force of will, interrogation is <clears throat> using your brains in order to pick apart what a person's doing and uh, finding logical reasons, uh, okay. you know. The Phoenix Wright skin. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Okay, sorry. Then so, yeah, I, we'll I, have I have to move that over. It's cool. Uh, I, I would have rolled about five less on my inter interrogation. Then. It's okay, she was... She was not a difficult DC. <laughs> she was not a she was not a hard target. Yeah. You rolled twenty six. Uh, her DC was definitely less than twenty one, so it's okay. Okay. Um, as for you, uh, so yeah, he's in there, um, just uh, kind of sullen looking, eyes on the ground, hands in his lap. All right. Uh, I'm gonna walk up and just kind of flip the seat, take a seat. Uh, you know what's cool, kids? <laughs> Not being a vampire. <laughs> take, take the folder that I'm carrying, flip it on the table. Do you do the Riker where you like and you don't sit down, you like step over the chair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dev uh, Adam's a pretty tall guy, so maybe I will do that. Yeah. Uh, Devin Taylor. Devin Taylor. My name is Sergeant Lavender. Uh, wait. In in Inspector, Inspector Lavender. Inspector Lavender. You're not in the States anymore. No. You oh. fucking yank. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. How old are you, Devin? 22. 22. Okay. A little too old to be tried as a minor, but... Well, I don't know if anyone's gone over your rights with you yet. Right to an attorney, right to remain silent, all of those things. Is that clear? He just kind of shrugs a bit. Okay. Well, uh, all of those things I've listed, um, here's a little pamphlet detailing the rest. That... So you've decided to resist arrest. <laughs> Interesting point about these, and I wanted to make this absolutely clear, all of these rights are for people, non-myths. Myths, as you might or may not know, represent an interesting gray area in our legal system, and we're still trying to figure out exactly how to parse that. So you might be in here a little longer than you may have expected. Now, 
This investigation and this very interrogation is actually part of an ongoing murder case. And so we are taking this very, very seriously. Seriously enough that I have been given conditional permission to give you or your compatriots certain allowances that other myths may not be given if you cooperate, if you get my gist. We've actually gotten quite a bit of information from your friends, but I do have a couple of questions. I'm assuming that Blackmore... Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, come out yeah, this. this Francis Montague, are you the only people... Are you seven? Are you the only people that he's made into thralls? I don't know anything. Yeah, you get the idea that he's tr uh, clamming up as best he can. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. If you want to try a different tack, such as using a diplomacy check to negotiate with him, personality to be the nice cop, or intimidate to be the bad cop, it, that those are also on the table. Sure, yeah. I, Do you know what I did with your friend? I took over his uh, body. I, well, I, I forced him into a chair and he couldn't move. Stuck there, like in sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, let's go with diplomacy, because I really do want to negotiate with this kid. Um, I mean, you could always go the opposite way, where you said, you're in a legal gray area, which means I can do things to you, I can't do to a person. I be yeah. extra cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Chip's move. Yeah. Um, wow, okay. Uh, that's 25. Damn! I have a lot more ranks in diplomacy than uh, interrogation, it turns out. <laughs> okay, so, alright, so... So let's, uh, maybe we got off this on the wrong foot. I don't mean to scare you or intimidate you, quite the opposite. I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm offering you a way, not necessarily out of here, but a, a, a more comfortable uh, option than we uh, may have originally afforded you. Any, if I talk, um, if my, would you give my friends the same deal? Uh, that all depends on them, Devin. All right. Well, here's what I know. And so he goes into the same thing, and he covers a lot of what these guys had learned in their previous interrogations mm -hmm. as well. And, of course, he brings up the name Francis, Francis Montague, describes mm -hmm. him as being, um, yeah, this very, like, 18th century sort of dandy-type fellow, but, um, yeah, less impressive than you might have expected, but nevertheless, um, there was just something about him that made this kid's skin crawl. Hmm. And we know that they met Francis through the nightclub? Yes. Uh, yes. Leopold Based, Kane. Yeah, sure. Leopold Kane was often seen uh, with Francis Montague, even brought him to the club on one, uh, or once or twice. But aside from that, like, um, he and his friends were talking about, you know, what they would be doing with immortality and things like that, and what their long-term plans were for living forever and stuff. Mm -hmm. But At the bottom of the ocean, the pressure's meant. Hey kid, you want to be a vampire? All the cool kids are doing it. The cool kids, you say! <laughs> so, yeah, basically he just uh, confirms a lot of what you were talking about, and yeah, but um, he's very, very reluctant to talk about Kevin. About Kevin specifically. Yeah. We need to talk uh, about Kevin. When you ask him if Kevin was the one who, you know, uh, if he'd been decided upon, he says, Look, Kevin's my friend. Don't want to talk about him. I, I don't know. How long have you known Kevin? Uh, since high school. Mm. Old friends, then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I can respect that. Uh, we already know what we need to know anyways. Um, coming back to my original question. You seven. Were you the only thralls that Francis Montague took, um, to your knowledge? 
He said that we were going to be the first, first of many, but he needed people who were willing to listen to instructions, people who uh, could help him with his plans and things that... Mm. Speaking of plans, when we interrupted you earlier in the dorm, it sounded like you had something uh, going on, maybe, tonight or tomorrow night. There was this... I don't know, some sort of a gala or a party or something like that that uh, Mr. Kane was putting together? Where was that supposed to take place? Somewhere downtown, I don't know where. He just said that they were planning to have a number of members of the, ta- of the city council by to talk to them about possibilities for the future and such. Hmm. Didn't mention mm-hmm. anything about a sewer, did he? Um, the only thing he talked about with a sewer was getting town council to shut those plans down and stuff, and that if they couldn't do it with a carrot, then they'd have to use a stick. Wow. Well. Thank you, Devin Taylor. Uh, I think you'll find that uh, your cooperation has helped you a great deal. Almost more than it has helped us. Okay. So, with that, um, you guys have gathered a number of bits of information, and... We won't interrogate everybody for the sake of time and stuff. I think I'd probably go. Yeah, yeah. So we, right. we basically go around to the same thing. Maybe with Kevin, we do something along the lines of, man, you fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I think we need to do, like, talk to Kevin. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, for just for its own sake, uh, we'll do that as well. So who wants to interrogate Kevin? Oh, please. Me. <laughs> all right. Well, if Chip's going in, then I'll be like, all right, why don't you be the Yank cop and I'll be the Brit cop? All right, and the two of us will be in the, uh, behind the, two the, yeah, behind the glass. So, so we're both sitting there. I actually, I have a copy. Yeah. Oh, okay. hey, Adam, would you like a copy? I'd love a copy. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. I go so, in, I take a key piece of garlic bread. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin's just uh, sitting in the chair, what, uh, head turned to one side dramatically. I think you'd actually be handcuffed to the table. Yeah, yeah. So he'd yeah, be like he is, this. he is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Kevin, you seem to have gotten yourself in a right bit of trouble. You don't have very many uh, loyal friends. Well, I mean, it's hard. You put first-degree murder charges in front of people and conspiracy in front of others, and I wouldn't be surprised if they started to look out for themselves. <laughs> and then there's the fact that, you know, technically speaking, we aren't sure if thralls are humans or myths. Yes, I mean, it's a gray area. And yeah. of course, like, if you were myth, you would be protected by the Myth Town Council. Too bad they hate humans. So I wonder if you're too human for them to actually... Uh, care about you. We are simply caterpillars waiting to form a chrysalis of darkness around <laughs> ourselves and emerge. I, I literally look at the, the beer glass back at the other two and I give them a look like, you hearing this shit? I, I, press, I press the microphone button. I, I'm really impressed you're not embarrassed saying that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a strong man to admit he has many qualities in the caterpillar. <laughs> oh, you humans. You all have no idea what's coming. You're still a oh. human. How much of his weed did you find in the end? <laughs> no, this isn't the guy with the weed. This is the guy who actually killed someone. Yeah, I think mean, this is the guy who really drank the Kool-Aid. This is the murderer. Do you know what a myth catcher is, Kevin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's, here, let me show you. I take out the myth catcher. You see this ball here? He looks decidedly unimpressed, as though he's making a show of it. Oh, he's making a show of it. <laughs> so, and I, I take out a picture. Good to know. So, have you? Were you uh, at the unpleasantness downtown? I show the picture of the uh, the swamp lurker. And so, I might have seen that on the news. Right. So that got trapped in one of these. 
He Apparently, from what we've heard, it's an agony of uh, sensory deprivation. You feel nothing. You see nothing. All you have are your own thoughts. And, um, you know, I'm kind of tempted to see whether you're human enough to not fit in it. Roll intimidate. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's 18. Oh. Because, you know, if you're not human, uh, technically we don't have to read you your rights. You don't get a lawyer. Uh, you don't go to trial. Uh, you just get either put in a ball or a cell. Would you like to see the cells? Very well. Show me whatever cage you have. I shall be rewarded for my faith. These are mere trials that I must undergo. All right, come on. And so I take him down to the cells. He's still monologuing. Yeah. 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 We take him down to the cells. So yeah, you. I take him through the the garlic-filled precinct. So, um, yeah. The air is thick with herbs and spices. Yeah. You jailers shall not find yourselves. Conquering the likes of the knighthood so <coughs> easily, and so you leap. Yeah, take I, it down I bring him specifically to Grinner's cell. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, when we go over, I like knock on the door. I'm like, okay. Grinner, nice to see you so well. <laughs> Blackmore, what's a pleasure? Oh, have you met our uh, friend here, Mr. Lynch? He's a thrall. Seems to believe he's some sort of immortal. Uh huh. Yeah. Immortality's a real gray area. Yeah, and the kid's just looking a bit uneasy, uh, being face to face with Grinner. <laughs> how human does Grinner? How, how human does the meat need to be for Grinner? <laughs> uh, not really. He's eaten like Manticore, Hydra. Yeah. Though he prefer, like, sure, he probably would love fresh human. Mm. How fresh is he? Though? Mm-hmm. He specifically told you that he wanted his meat alive if possible. Yes. <laughs> so, so Grinner. Mm. How would you feel about maybe taking a roommate who's immortal? <laughs> Ooh, well, that's an interesting idea. When you say immortal, does he grow back with anything he's lost? I don't know. And <laughs> this, um, a, that, that question hasn't come up yet. A foot-long tongue, almost dark purple, loops out of his mouth and begins licking a long trace around his lips. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I go back to Kevin. So, Kevin... What kind of immortal are you? Is it just like the not aging kind? Or do you grow back if we, you know, if you lose a couple fingers, a limb, two limbs, liver? I, I hear Grinner likes liver. Is that correct? Um, he tends to prefer the, the darker meat. You like dark meat, right, Grinner? Ooh, well, I mean, dark meat's tender, but really, white meat also has its benefits, so really, I'm not picky. <laughs> and well, that's what I'm... <laughs> Eating. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so, Kevin... Whatever is the Inquisition you put me through, my master will come for me! I shall be rewarded for my devotion! Uh-huh. My goodness, he's a tough nut to crack. You well, I've been just put... the question yet. So, do you grow back if, if you're consumed a little? <laughs> no! Oh. No, oh, that's a shame. Damn shame. <laughs> I Uber eats uh, Grinner a very nice sirloin steak. <laughs> Ooh, this was fun. We should do this again sometime. Ah, uh, always a pleasure, Grinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just like take take the slow route back, 
maybe walk past the re- uh, Lestra's murder cavern. Yeah. Uh, just still covered in, like, webs. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that it's underground, a fell breeze blows from out of the cavern. <laughs> this isn't technically a cell. Uh, one of our previous uh, compatriots uh, worked here. I'm not sure what she did. Yeah, she uh, just disappeared one day. She ate whole goats, I believe. Yeah, something about that. Live goats. We never really did figure out where she went. She said she was transferred, but who knows where she ended up. As you say this, uh, something detaches from the ceiling, lands in front of you, and Kevin screams as the partially consumed skull of a goat lies on the ground covered in cobwebs. I, I look at Chip with a, wow, that was convenient look. <laughs> Chip takes a, like a, a hard look at the darkness. <laughs> it's like, the left is like puppet screaming. Actually steers Kevin away like... I, I'm not comfortable here. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's cover this. The goat skeleton gets up and starts dancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then just, you know, past the, the... Has the swamp lurker actually been released yet? Or? Um, it's still in its pen. We take it... Oh, we also can take it by the Gashadokuro. <laughs> has the Gashadokuro been released? Or is it still so, in its ball? No, there's um, no, we don't I'm have a big enough cell that for that. You guys lead him back to the elevator, but you... By... Accident, finger quotes, you press the, oh, I'm not the there. thing to the fourth I, floor. I'm definitely not there. And so, I, I yeah. cool and so the elevator starts it. going down, and then... You know, no, so, sorry, must have, finger must have slipped. We'll, we'll come back up once. Why are you so. taking me now? I don't know. I don't remember. What's on the fourth floor, Chip? Do we even have a fourth floor? Uh, it's for the, you know, the the true creatures of darkness. I mean, I, I I'm, I, like, Grinner is, you know... Terrible and all, but he's only what class two, class three? Oh yeah, he is a fairly low designation. Yeah, no, these are the uh, the one who threw the van is down here. Oh yes, four for fours. That makes sense. Yeah. And so there's a ding. The doors open, and the room ahead. Uh, there's just a as a pair of lights on the floor light up, then another, another leading down a hallway. Um, and it, I and mean, clearly you're a creature of true darkness. You're going to probably end up down here in the fours. <laughs> I think we, like, walk... Uh, well, 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 let's let's take a tour, shall he's we? T- one shaking step after another, you gently escort him down the hallway to the door at the end, which... Open. Into... Yeah. Uh, you walk forward into a cavernous room as more lights begin to appear one after another around a perimeter that's about maybe yeah I'd say the room is about a good 50 feet in diameter my god the dwarves really outdid themselves this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and look at this much stone under the precinct and uh, yeah the room goes up and up and up and you see that numerous sort of rooms have been carved into the floor almost and that there are talismans set up made out of paper and things forming this circle lying the room and thick Chains made out of links uh, thicker than a man's arm are also set into runs that go up and up and wrapping multiple times around this absolutely titanic figure that is bound, slumped over, kneeling on the ground as if in a yeah, pen, uh, as if a religious man praying. Ah, yes, the usual penance stance. Yeah, mm-hmm. penance stance yeah. exactly. And so as you go over. Um, the figure sort of slightly raises in its bonds, then 
slowly turns about, and you can see the familiar fell signs of fire dancing in his eyes as it leans down towards the two of you and says something completely indecipherable in Japanese. We really right. I forgot this one only speaks Japanese. You know, that trick I pulled on you in the car won't work on this one. So if he gets loose, I can't actually stop him. Right, we really do need to get an interpreter and talk to him. He says something else that is no doubt terrifying <laughs> and bone chilling! <laughs> well, I'd imagine that this is just like the filling in of the, what is Japanese. And as, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. And as, indecipherable Japanese speech. <laughs> exactly. But, yes. but scary. Yes. And wind is blowing past you as he laughs in all of your faces, his eyes flaring into twin suns, basically. And the sight of this 90-foot-tall skeleton with burning eye sockets, Kevin is just, ah! And just something seems to in his eyes, and he just faints in a dead heap on the ground. We should probably stand him up. Yeah. So we pick him up, we, we march him back to the elevator. I actually say, like, goodbye. Uh, no, Blackboard wouldn't know what goodbye in Japanese is. Sayonara? So. <laughs> okay, that's true. Uh, sayonara! Skeleton? Uh, 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 uh. He says something else as you leave, but you're not sure what. I will eat your bones, skeleton ghost man. You know, I feel but like you're... maybe I should try and like get an interpreter. Yeah, yeah I was just thinking about him. that. I was just thinking we should probably also talk to him if he worked with the um, killer. Yeah, I'm actually down. I didn't, I didn't realize we could talk to him. Yeah, yeah, no, to me. Well, no, I, I knew that he couldn't understand English. So. Yeah, we, uh, I don't think this is also the first time we've actually been to the fourth floor. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, <laughs> they need to construct this. Yeah, this massive jail for this single skeleton. Oh, this might not be the best time for it, but I can speak Japanese. <laughs> so, oh, right! You're... So, I'm gonna say you guys are talking once you get back up there. Yeah, so, like, are, we, yeah. we put Kevin in, like, the first aid thing, and we're, like, shooting the shit between each other, yeah. and then, at, like, Lavender just drops that you can speak Japanese, and we're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, I've been working on that. I pull out... So, out of Quincy's pocket, he pulls out what looks like a... You could see, well... It probably said how to read Japanese, because there's, like, bites out of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost done, actually. Yeah, um, I'd say about 80% of the pages are missing. <laughs> yeah. All right, you've got that, uh, bookworm? Mm-hmm. Uh, takes a bite out of the book. Yeah. Puts it back in pocket. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I, I will that say, kid's tough. He, he, he didn't crack even all, all the way to... The, I mean, he cracked, but yeah. he never gave up anything. He certainly is a believer of the cause. Got an order for a uh, Grinner. It's a porterhouse steak. Uh, very rare. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Fitz, Pepper, take that to Grinner. Oh, all right. And you take a bite out of it. He's going to be very unhappy. Just letting you know. All right, all right. We're full anyway. Thanks for garlic bread. So yeah, uh, <laughs> as they deliver the steak. Uh, back to you, folks. Right. Well then. Suppose that's an interesting thing. Uh, what did you do down there? Did, oh, you must have had him meet some of the myths down there. Yeah, yeah. We, we showed him what his domicile could be for some time. Oh, by he the was way. very insistent that he wasn't a, a human, so I figured I'd show him the myth accommodations. Yeah, um, I go around. I start looking into like the first aid kits for smelling salts. I just grab some, wave it under his nose. Could you just wave garlic bread under his nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be considered as cruelty. <laughs> So I, I wave some, some smelling salts under his nose. 
Hmm. Okay. <laughs> ah! Back in the land of the living! Good to see that! The land of the living? You're... Truly a horrible and terrifying place for those who are not accustomed to the night! I put my hand on his shoulder. Wow, you're, I'm really impressed you can keep it up. <laughs> Good on you. You're really dedicated. My devotion will be rewarded! <laughs> yeah. Alright. <laughs> Could you just keep dropping his shoulder? <laughs> like. And he just like slowly uh, lowers his hand and nuzzles your hand. Uh, he slowly lowers his head and nuzzles his hand against oh, no, your hand. That's, as if that, that's inappropriate. <laughs> so speaking of your he devotion. He looks like he could use a hug. So I'm speak, not going to hug him. Of course. <laughs> so speaking of your devotion, that wouldn't happen to be the event that uh, Mr. Leopold is putting on, Mr. Kane is putting on for the, uh, the city council. Mr. Kane? Yes. He is truly a wise and noble leader. He is the one who introduced us to the doorway to darkness. And soon enough, he shall have others under his beck and call in high places. Right. The shepherds who shall guide the flock that are the normal humans. You think that gives us enough probable cause to crash this party? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, uh, where, where were you driving off to before I forced you to slam your face into the front, into the dashboard of your car? Back to Moonlight, where Mr. Kane was. Then he would tell us where to meet him for this party of his. Well, thanks. That's actually super helpful. Yeah. You're <laughs> under arrest for the murder of Ronald Blake. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and we'll, we'll get him sent off to booking and stuff. Uh, make sure you keep two pairs of cuffs on him at all times. They're a bit strong. Mm. Uh-huh. Bring out the dwarven cuffs. Ah, yes, those. Yeah, uh, as they I leave them off. Oh, oh, one second. We gotta make... Well, uh, while you're in holding here, I cram the girl right into his pocket. Hey, <laughs> something to eat. Have a good time, though. You, you know what? You know what? I'm really impressed with your, 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 how, how, you, how well you're handling this. You're doing a really good job, pal. Smile and grin all you want. This is as he's being led away. <laughs> the court of the night shall never succumb. The true nightmares are yet to come. You think he was this much of a prick before he got turned? So I, I mean, I I assume that, like, if we look into his past, there's just a bunch of drama club. <laughs> yeah. Drama club, theater productions. A MySpace page full of bad poetry. <laughs> no, it's a Geostorms page. A bunch of AMVs. To Lincoln Park songs. No. You, you guys know how you look back at your Facebook posts from 10 years ago and automatically cringe at some of the stuff <laughs> you did? Yeah, it's like this guy is too stupid to ever realize that. <laughs> Never gets that character developed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem that we have now is that Kane knows who all of us are. Ooh. But, and I well, look at. Oh, uh, Kane knows who I am. Yeah. But I look at uh, Lavender. You think you could um, act the part as I, like, nod my head over towards uh, Lynch? <laughs> I certainly could, as much as it would pain me. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you guys weren't there. Um, Adam, why don't you show off what your uh, what one of your packs can do? Sure. Um, so uh, Adam is going to turn to face both of you and just straighten his body, and in kind of a puff of blue smoke, uh, his form changes. It kind of sweeps from his head all the way down to his toes, and he turns into Kevin. Oh, I have a pack of the gin uh, that allows me uh, certain liberties with my physical form. Oh, did, but are you allowed to use one of your three wishes like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's hate speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I, I just, I've never met a gin before. I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's not. Doesn't quite work like that. Yes, he's also got some degree of um, 
body puppetry, but I don't think anyone is really up for that. Perhaps not right now. Yes. <laughs> I believe you and look forward to seeing it used against our enemies in the future. <laughs> oh, John would love his puppets. <laughs> Maybe not the variety that Adam can Right. Oh, is it like one of those comedians that makes like the the rude puppet jokes? <laughs> the blue collar puppets. <laughs> <laughs> if we can convince him that Kevin wasn't caught, but if we can convince Kane that uh, Kevin wasn't caught in the raid, he might be able to give us the location of that party that uh, Montague is looking to crash. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we could pretend that we still have him in custody. I mean, he was arrested rather publicly, mm, but true. he could escape. We could also uh, we could oh. say that he was, or another member of the gang was released because they gave up some information or something. Not it gave up information, but there was nothing tying them to the crime. Mm-hmm. Well, he was the murderer, so I, I doubt they would believe he could get away. Not one of the others, William or Devin. Devin, yes. There's a few others. Hell, even Graves himself could probably work as a stand-in. Mm-hmm. No, he knows that uh, we were after Graves. Right. So definitely got to be one of the others. Well, Lavender, take your pick. Whichever you feel like you could act out the most comfortably. I've spent the most time with Devin at this point, so... Yeah. You think you've got a handle on his character, mannerisms, mm-hmm. things like that? Surly, 22-year-old college student. It's been a few years, but I think I can manage to pull that off. <laughs> you turn into Devin and then immediately shotgun a natty ice. <laughs> <laughs> Why is PBR in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the transformation. You know? ah, I'm truly a monster! <laughs> uh. Alright, and let's see if we can go catch ourselves a vampire liaison. Okay, so you guys are going to head out and go to Moonlight then. Yeah, so I guess... Um, well, I'm going to say at this point, Quincy, you <clears throat> remember that you have a meeting to go to. Oh, um... Actually, could I catch up? I have a meeting. With who? Oh, um, with a contact. Um, uh, uh, someone down in Midtown who wants to remain anonymous, but might have a lead. How long have you been grooming a CI? <laughs> oh, it was uh, back when we uh, met with the Midtown Council. <clears throat> like, uh, Blackmore's like trying to remember back to that day to like remember if Quincy talked to people. And the problem is, he just has all these memories of Quincy shaking people's hands. And he's like, damn it. So he's like, all right, well, it's a bit of a spring on us, but keep us informed, would you? Yeah, if there's anything, I'll, I'll make sure to share it. But uh, they want to, they only really want to talk to me. Yes, yes, I, I understand how KGCIs can be. Get to it, get to it. <laughs> Off I go. Okay. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.